is Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. Since the horrific shooting in Buffalo by a white supremacist, the threat of domestic extremism has been front and center in the battle against hate. One of ADL's responses was to form an historic partnership with the National Urban League, with funding from the Joyce Foundation to launch Project CODE, which stands for Collaborative Organizations to End Domestic Extremism. The idea is that these two organizations will work in tandem to create a collaborative space for a wide range of civil society organizations to connect and address political violence. While it was announced in June, its formal launch is this week in September. Here to unpack what all of this means for us is my amazing ADL colleague, Jackie Subar. She's ADL's Director of Strategic Initiatives in our Government Affairs and Community Engagement Office. Welcome, Jackie, too, from the front lines. Thank you, Scott, for having me. It's a great pleasure to be on the show. So let me start by asking you to define our terms, Jackie. The stated purpose of this initiative is to combat political violence. What is political violence in this context? Yeah, well, I think you bring up a great point, which is always helpful to define the terms that we are, we are using. And really in this sphere, it's very much about violence that's being perpetrated to achieve, achieve political goals. It's the use of violence um, to really affect change politically. And I think that uh, anybody who has been witness to the January 6th act of insurrection at the Capitol um, can better understand that that is, was political violence. And that's helpful for giving context to this conversation. And let's define what we're talking about. Are we saying political violence on both the left and the right? Correct. Yes, there is the use of political violence um, from both the left and the right to achieve political aims. Let's talk then more specifically about Project Code. I, I gave a brief description, but can you say more about the vision and plan for this initiative? So the vision for this initiative uh, really came about by our two organizations, uh, ADL and the National Urban League, um, in tandem with the Joyce Foundation with their generous support to create a, a space, as it were, uh, that doesn't exist currently, um, to create connective tissue between organizations to better address political violence that organizations and really our communities are facing on a grander scale. Um, so many of our, our organizations and partners have a tendency to try to work with the few number of us that there are while, while not really taking into full account that there are resources out there and communities uh, as well as other organizations they've never heard of, working to address these similar issues. And there's a truly an opportunity, and we saw that yesterday with the launch of Project Code, where everyone stayed around for the next 30 minutes having conversations, there's opportunity to create nexus points and connections between organizations that are seeking to answer some of these really hard-reaching questions. So maybe give us an example of the kinds of initiatives that the organization might undertake. Right now there is... Um, definitely conversation around even just the base sharing of resources. So many of these organizations, whether they're dealing in uh, election-related issues or in national security or in issues related to the Latino community, um, have uh, information, databases, um, expertise, and knowledge um, that they can share out with one another um, and help others plug in. Let's also not forget that while there are major national organizations that are working to uh, really benefit and advocate for their respective communities. There's hundreds and thousands of much smaller organizations out there 
that can benefit from a number of the resources that our larger national organizations are able to give them. Um, and so creating even a bank of, of information for organizations to tap into uh, resources is critical. Maybe talk a little bit about uh, who's involved here. I mean, we've launched this together with the National Urban League, and why is the National Urban League the right partner for this? ADL and the National Urban League have been involved in, in many fronts on the civil rights in the civil rights space, um, but uh, have have not only been that, but they've also been conveners. Uh, our two organizations have a tendency to bring other organizations under the umbrella. Um, and into the room so that we can effectively address um, some of our, our nation's most uh, complex problems and hopefully affect change. We're actually speaking right now on the same day as the uh, White House's United We Stand Summit um, to address hate, a summit that has never existed before um, as, of, as of recent, um, so that uh, we, are, we are, in fact, very, uh, very invested um, in, in addressing hate together. And the organizations that we really selected to be at the at the table at the beginning of this really do range the gamut, um, everything from uh, Truman Project to uh, Protect Democracy, uh, LULAC, uh, and and others who are, are really dedicated to the work um, that we're doing, but are very much cross-sector. Um, this wasn't about bringing together just the traditional civil rights organizations, although many of them are at the table. Um, it's about reaching past that the other organizations out there that can really benefit um, from the information and vice versa. Okay, so there are many civil rights organizations that we're, we're contemplating here and really um, that, that run the gamut, perhaps not even ones that uh, one traditionally thinks about. Correct, correct. And in addition to that, uh, there's, there's so many organizations that the organizations we even invited at the very beginning, right, have in mind to invite now. So our, our next our next convening, which will happen in October, uh, is going to be a much larger group um, as so many of these organizations seek to bring others into the fold. Um, so our, our goal is not to be, uh, you know, 200 people, our organization strong, um, but it is to have a very substantive and, and very large base um, that's able to tap into uh, a number of the uh, issues we're seeing around this country. And we can only do that if we're doing it together. Talk about the the ultimate goal of this initiative. How do you see it playing out? I think that you and I both know that there is not one panacea. There's not one one fix or uh, or, or program that is going to uh, unfortunately bring an end to the trends that we are seeing in our country uh, in regards to hate. However, this is a new tool in the tool belt, um, and and in terms of an accomplishment uh, for us, it's if one organization is, is meeting another that it had never known before or coming together to share resources or uh, by themselves advocate um, together um, for some, some sort of initiative um, to keep communities safe, um, then we are hopefully doing our job as a project. Um, so it's, it's not about being the number one fix, but our hope is, is that we're, we're able to help fill in the gaps for the communities that need this most, that are that are most affected by political violence today. In terms of ADL's traditional role uh, among civil rights organizations, where does this fit in? You and I both know that ADL has been around for uh, over a hundred years. Um, has been incredibly involved in in civil rights um, in its in its past and into today. Um, and I I'm actually going to speak a little bit more about um about the. The summit. Um, there were so many speakers that, that have spoken on, on various panels representing just a diverse array of communities. And one thing that I'm always reminded of is that civil rights 
and the work that we're doing um, is not done alone. Um, e pluribus unum, right, is written on all of our quarters here in this country from many one, and there's no way that we can affect change and at, at, at least at all um, really drive back the the hate that we are seeing um, on both sides of the aisle uh, without standing and marching hand in hand. Um, so it is a, a collaborative effort. It's one that ADL, as well as other civil rights partners, um, take incredibly seriously. Um, and we recognize that this is this is a, a one step ahead of the other, um, in front of the other, and uh, will only affect change together. And are there others that are, are working in this space? I mean, how novel is this kind of initiative? There are not many initiatives that are simply dedicated to convening um, major organizations to tap them into others. Uh, this is a uh, very much a unique um, program or initiative, as it were. Um, and it is our hope that what Project Code does is foster a ton of new connections and connection points between organizations. Uh, something like this is not really being done in mass, uh, and so we are uh, very excited to be a part of this new project. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jackie, for being on From the Front Lines to explain this important new initiative to combat extremism. And thanks also for the incredible work that you and your team do every day to fight anti-Semitism and hate. It was great chatting with you and good luck with the launch. Thank you very much, Scott. And of course, a big thank you to the listeners who tuned in to From the Front Lines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for From the Front Lines. And please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. Richmond, and our hashtag is Fighting Hate for Good.